The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, you were introduced to little Kaysen who has spinal muscular atrophy type 1. It's a motor neuron disease that affects the voluntary muscles that are used for lung support, swallowing, crawling, walking, and head control. He was in desperate need of a very expensive drug before his second birthday, and you rallied around his family, helping to raise just over a million dollars of the almost $2.8 million price tag for the medication. Well, Kaysen's birthday, second birthday was one week ago and he still hasn't had any of the medication his mom lana bernard joins us this afternoon with an update lana thanks for joining me this afternoon thanks for having me all right uh give me an idea of what the past few weeks have been like for for you and your family and and for your son uh, the last few weeks have been really um trialing to say the least you know we're not public people and to put our story um, and our family out in the public eye is has been really hard for both me and my husband um, you know we, we were hoping to have good news we were kind of told you know that we would have news you know by his birthday and then it moved to Tuesday and then it was Wednesday mm. um, and we're still kind of left hanging without any real answers so, Lana, um, I know in, in the intro here to uh, talking with you, I gave a little bit of a background on, on what um, Kaysen is living with. Can you give us a little bit more details on, on just w- a little bit more exactly about what spinal muscular atrophy is, what it is, and, and how it impacts Kaysen? So spinal muscular atrophy is a degenerative disease. So it's essentially like a muscle wasting disease. Um, it does affect, you know, their ability to breathe, swallow, um, and then the gross motor milestones, you know, such as walking, crawling, mm. uh, being able to sit on your own, um, all of those things. So, you know, our, our days are you know, full of, we do uh, cough assist on Kaysen, which uh, kind of simulates a cough. Um, he, he doesn't have the muscles to cough properly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with suctioning, we have to suction several, several times a day. Uh, he does have breathing supports in place. He, he uses a, a BiPAP machine yeah. uh, for when he's sleeping. Uh, that gives him, you know, gives his muscles a break so that he has more energy during the day to, you know, be a kid and play. Um, Kaysen's also uh, G2 fed, uh, so nothing orally at this point. He doesn't, again, have the muscles to swallow properly, so there's the chance of aspiration, and then it, that could potentially lead to aspiration pneumonia, uh, which is uh, life-threatening for, for SMA kiddos. So there's there's a lot of things, and we also have a lot of like other medical equipment, like his little wheelchair and his stander and his little walker thing that we... You know, try to use every day to build those muscles and give them, you know, some sort of independence when playing and stuff. So, so Lana, you were hoping, you were working towards getting um, a dose of this drug, uh, Zolgensma, the first gene therapy, um, you know, that has shown some 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 real potential in, in treating this. It's a one-time, they call it a one-time forever treatment for um, this condition. It is coming to Canada eventually, but it's got a huge price tag, that $2.8 million. He needed to have that dose before he was two years 
old. His second birthday was last Friday, was a week ago. Um, when that day came and, and went, um, what was going through your mind? You know, it was actually really, really hard because, um, you know, since Casey's diagnosis, it's been, you know, essentially battle after battle, struggle after struggle uh, regarding a lot of things. Um, you know, and the Rogenza, you know, there was that two-year timeline put on it, and it was something for months and months and months. I've, I've always told myself that I just need to get to the two-year mark, and then whatever happens, then, you know, we move on with, you know, the options that we're left with, essentially. And, um, you know, that really took a mental toll because I feel like the government was then saying, well, it's not a hard two-year cutoff line. And, you know, for months I had been saying to myself that it, it, it's that two-year mm. mark. And it, and, and it is the two-year mark, right? Like the U.S. FDA have approved it for under two. If you look at the CADIS website online, um, you know, it says for Canada for under two. The drug company mm. Norvartis has released a medical uh, lottery for under two. And they're, mm. you know, they're saying that because um, Europe and Japan have approved the drug by weight and not by age that it gives us a little bit of wiggle room because there's not an actual health canada label on the drug so they haven't been very clear with me exactly what what that means and exactly how much wiggle room we have and it's something i've been um you know trying to discuss with them and figure it out but again it's kind of a question that i have myself that's not answered yet so you're just not sure. I mean, you know, that, that that second birthday date had been almost etched in stone for so long, and now it's it's like there's some wiggle room there. And, you know, what does that mean? Does that mean two and a half? Does it mean two months, you know, two years and eight months old? Like, you know, it would be great to find out some more answers. Now, what is the situation as far as, you know, the conversations around getting this drug for Kaysen about whether or not it's going to happen or not? I know you've been talking with with um, the, the health minister, um, the, the drug companies have been talking as well. Where does that stand? So as far as I know right now, um, it's been a little bit frustrating, to be honest. Um, you know, in the start of this process, we, we've been told that, um, you know, the Alberta government was looking at it as a case-by-case situation, you know, child-by-child um, you know, and that's where they, you know, the Thursday, they were going to let us know by his birthday and then it moved to Tuesday. And then on the Wednesday, we got that um, now it's kind of gone to a national level where they're trying yeah. to make this happen for more kids and cases, which is awesome. I would be like so grateful. However, none of these kids are, are in the exact position that Kaysen is with his age. So it's, yeah, it's just tough. I don't. You know, they're saying that the, the PCPA, which is the Pan-Canadian Pharmaceutical Alliance, um, is in negotiations with the drug company trying to negotiate a price for the drug. Um, you know, it could take weeks, it could take months. And then if you ask some people, you know, sometimes these negoti- negotiations can take years, um, which is just it's not an option. So. To me, I, I can't wrap my head around a $2.8 million price tag for 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 uh, for a drug um has it ever been explained to you about why it costs so much 
Um, no, it hasn't been like explained, but from my, my research and my knowledge that, you know, Kaysen is on the drug Spinraza right now, yeah. uh, which has been amazing and a godsend, but that drug in itself costs $125,000 per injection. That does not include, you know, the cost of the operating room, the anesthesiologist, the neurologist, wow. the nurses, you know, the pre-medical um, appointments with lab work and urine. Um, so when you calculate $125,000 plus all the other costs that are associated mm-hmm. with it, a $2.8 million price take is actually fairly little compared to, you know, a life of Spinraza treatments. Where does this go next, uh, Lana? Are you just kind of in a holding pattern, just waiting and, and, and seeing? Yeah, I feel like we are in that holding pattern. We just, um, you know, I've been kind of told that you know, they'll keep, they'll keep in touch with me. They haven't given me any timelines. Um, so, yeah, it was, I feel like we're just kind of in a hard spot right now. Lana Bernardin joining me this afternoon, um, little Kaysen's mom, and of course so many of you uh, donated to Kaysen's Quest, uh, that GoFundMe page that raised just over a, a million dollars. We saw all sorts of people, um, you know, from movie stars and hockey players to everyday Albertans and Canadians saying, hey, here's some cash, let's let's get this money to get that uh, to get that drug for, for Kaysen. When you look at that outpouring of support for your family, Lana, over the past number of weeks. You know, what goes through your mind? I mean, was it, did it, did it blow you away? Were you surprised by it? Absolutely. It blew me away. You know, when, when I started this, um, my thought was never a GoFundMe. It was something me and my family had never wanted to do. Uh, and we, when we started this, it was a campaign to the government. It wasn't about fundraising. Yeah. And there there is a big difference between advocating and fundraising. Sure. Um, you know, and then when we started this and then people were like, try a GoFundMe, just, you know, try it. And it was actually my friends that were like, just mm-hmm. hand us over the reins and we will see what we can do. And this is where we've gotten, we've gotten to a point where we've raised over $1.1 million and, um, you know, it's been amazing and it's been in the same sense, such a humbling experience to have the love and support from so many, you know, people. And, you know, we've taken that time to actually, you know, when, when some organizations, uh, little companies have held fundraising efforts that we, um, we actually have gone to a couple at the very end of a, a workout class or whatever and been able to meet the people that are supporting us. And it, it's just been truly a really humbling experience, to say the least. Like, it's been amazing. What, 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 do you, what would you like to say to those folks who are, are listening? Because I know uh, my producer talked to you uh, when I was away. I know, uh, I think, Jespo um, talked with you and, and talked about about Kaysen as well. What do, you, what do you say to those people who went to that GoFundMe page and, and put, you know, five, ten, hundred dollars towards this quest? Thank you. I, like, I just feel like I don't even have the right words for my gratitude and you know it's such a crappy time right now in the world with you know COVID and to see people just coming together for you know this this little boy in Edmonton Alberta um, you know fighting for his life is like I, I just don't really have words to say thank you enough if that money um does not go to the the cost of this drug, Kaysen, or Atlanta, wh- 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 where will it go? 
So it's something that we we haven't really had a lot of time to sit down and think, but now we've had some time to think about it. You know, we, um, again, bringing up COVID, there's a lot of foundations and nonprofit organizations that are really close to our hearts and that have benefited Kaysen in a lot of ways. Um, You know, there's four of them that come to the top of my head. One of them is the Love for Lewiston Foundation in Calgary. Uh, she's a, a mom who lost her little guy to uh, the same disease my son has. And she's made it his legacy for, you know, helping SME families and getting newborn screening here in Alberta. Um, anyways, they're, they're a great foundation. There's also, you know, Canadian Organization for Rare Disorders, uh, yeah. who has helped me along this journey, along with Care SMA Canada. And, you know, the last one would be um, the Rio Paralysis Centre here in Edmonton. Yeah. They're a non-profit. Um, and that's the gym that Keithson goes to, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to work out his little muscles. So we would love to be able to give back to these, you know, foundations and non-profits because yeah. in the time of COVID, it's left them in a place where they are limited for their fundraising options. And, you know, this is something we it definitely is at our top priority list. How is Keithson doing right now? Jason's doing so good. He, you know, he doesn't understand what's going on, and he's just his happy little, smiley, teething <laughs> self. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's. I mean, considering all things, he's doing. He's doing well. He's doing well. Lana Bernardin uh, joining me this afternoon. Lana, as you said, this was not something that you ever wanted to be doing, you know, talking to the media and being thrust into the spot like this, a spotlight like this. But thank you for um, for sharing uh, Kaysen's story, your story with us. And, and thank you for letting us be aware of some of the challenges that families with, with kids uh, with rare diseases are, are facing. And, it, you know, we hear about costs, you know, outrageous costs costs of medication and I don't think any of us really can believe it until you know we hear a story like this and a 2.8 million dollar you know price tag for a a single shot that um, could uh, well potentially you know save Kaysen's life it's it's mind-boggling but I appreciate you sharing the story and I do hope uh, that you will keep us updated on whatever comes next. Sounds good and I really appreciate you guys having me as well. Yeah, take care now. Lana Bernardin and yeah, Lana Bernardin joining me this afternoon and so many of you as I said, you know, made that donation. You went to the GoFundMe page and you typed in Kaysen's Quest and you can still do so. Um they're still not 100% sure, you know, there's still that chance that he could get that medication because now they're saying it's not a firm 2-year-old uh you know, 2 uh, age of 2 deadline. But boy oh boy, Edmonton Chedville, you did it. You did uh, amazing things in a tough time, and and you supported a family. Just, you know, great big bear hug around the mall and a tip of the hat uh, to you from me uh, for every donation that you made on that front.